Welcome to day 24 of this is the result of your words. Today there are a lot of updates, but also a lot of things we didn't know about before. So on that note, let's get into it. If you want to see the intro or just what has happened previously, you can watch the videos in the playlist. This morning, the suspect in the Burlington shooting of the Palestinian students was arrested and arraigned and pled not guilty. And even more Jewish groups are calling for a hate crime investigation and condemning the shooting. That now includes three local rabbis who reached out to the Islamic Center to offer their support, as well as Bernie Sanders and a handful of Hillels as well. I hope this becomes the norm, that Jewish organizations reach out in heinous examples of Islamophobia, and that it extends to Muslim organizations condemning heinous Judenhass. India continues to win the Most Islamophobic Country Award. A Muslim MP participated in an event at a Hindu temple in UP's Siddharth Nagar district. After the Muslim MP left, members of the Hindu temple purified the temple with Ganga water. Yeah. I talked about Alberta, but Manitoba has also implemented new anti-hate education that will, of course, focus mostly on the Shoah and nothing else. And there's also toolkits for Islamic education. So Sawdust met with Bibi today and went to the destroyed kibbutzim. I wonder if Bibi ever stepped foot on a kibbutz before October 7th. Now Sawdust is telling Bibi he wants to help rebuild Gaza after the war. Maybe you could tell Gazans that. Maybe you could even be helping them now. Just a thought. So UN women's tepid and crappy tweet about the fact that Hamas used grape as a weapon of war was deleted and replaced with this that doesn't even mention the grapes. UN women welcome the latest release of hostages and the start of the humanitarian pause. We continue to call for the immediate unconditional release of all hostages, the establishment of a permanent humanitarian ceasefire and protection of women and girls without saying that women and girls were graped as a weapon of war. So Hillcrest High School, where the Jewish teacher was forced to hide in her office, because a riot of 400 students broke out trying to, I don't know, do something to her. At the very least, scare her solely because she had been at a pro-Israel rally. The school is kind of downplaying that. They're saying 400 kids were just in the hallway. And we told this teacher to go to her office just for her well-being. That's not going over so well for the school. Classes also just resumed. And finally, a week before this all happened, there was another incident at the school. Students punched a school cop, and the school administration tried to cover it up, in similar ways as they tried to cover up what happened to the Jewish teacher. Yeah, that caption definitely looks like it was just 400 kids in the hallway for no reason. Really disappointed in this school administration. At a Swedish high school, students told Jewish students to not be alive anymore, and then did the Yahtzee thing at them. We've heard about some of the synagogues that were hit with Judenhaus graffiti this week, but not all of them. On top of the ones we already knew, we have B'nai David Judea Congregation in Los Angeles, Jewish Renewal Congregation on the Upper West Side, as well as the New England Holocaust Memorial. No, I'm not going to share what this graffiti said. You can read the article to find out. On November 9th, two women were tearing down hostage posters and attacked a Jewish woman, ripping off her Megan David necklace. The two women have now been arrested. In Montreal, a Molotov cocktail was thrown at the Jewish Center. Hours after two members of parliament were at a meeting there. Thank God there was minimal damage and no one was present. There was a really successful rally against Judenhaus in London on Sunday. And on the train as a bunch of the Jewish rally goers were going home. 
a man shouted some really vile Judenhass. A Brooklyn elementary school teacher posted some really horrific anti-Palestinian rhetoric on his social media. I really hope the next time you hear about this story from me, he has been fired. I'm a little unclear on this story. Last Friday, two people attacked worshippers at a mosque in Uganda. From what I kind of understood from a different article, they're Muslim themselves, but this article doesn't mention that, so maybe I just misunderstood. And finally, a couple weeks ago, I reported that Muslim reservations were being eliminated in India. That's their form of affirmative action, as far as I can tell. Turns out it was another falsehood to get people to vote, because Islamophobia wins the day in India. Apparently, reservations aren't even based on religion. It is based on something completely different, and they cannot just abolish it at will. I don't know which is worse, it happening or making it up so you can get votes. So, those are today's stories. As always, if there's something I didn't cover, please DM me on the picture app or email me. And hopefully tomorrow it won't be day 25 because there will be just no hate crimes. I gotta say it every day. Refuerce Lema to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.